welcome to Dynastream's podcast, I said a prayer for you today. My hope is that you will be powerfully encouraged through real life situations, prayers, and encouraging words. Each episode is from the heart, not trying to be perfect, just being real for real needs. Feel free to share these episodes with those that you feel may need some loving strength. All right, let's begin. Hello, my friend. I want to encourage you today from the book of Ephesians. It's chapter 6. I know you know this very well, and you can probably recite so much of it. But I'm going to read this for you. I'm going to encourage you with prayer and supplication. But I'm going to read this for you. Starting with verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always, with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end, with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints, and for me that utterance may be given to me, that I may openly oops, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. My friend, as I was encouraging you this morning in prayer asking God what to pray how to pray and it began with Ephesians 6 16 6 1 6 above all taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and the word faith and remember faith comes by hearing hearing by the Word of God And in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And as I went on to read, and I read through this verse, remember, we're not dealing with flesh and blood. We're not dealing with people and their actions and and what they're doing. We're dealing with principalities, with powers, with rulers of the darkness of this age, and with spiritual hosts of wickedness. Think about that. There are hosts of wickedness. People, God's people, are inherently not evil. It is because of sin, yes, you can go through all of that. 
but when you pay attention to what God is speaking to you and to us, how are we able to defend against this? The armor of God. And remember when David tried to put on the armor, and I've shared this with you before, when David tried to put on the armor of another man, he put on someone else's armor because he knew God called him out to do this, to go stand and fight the giant that stood before his people, tormenting them. So he tried to put on the armor of that generation, that, that way of life, that way of fighting, that, the military, the, the kingsmen. He tried to put on that armor. He did put it on. He couldn't walk. He couldn't move. It was too heavy. It was too much of a burden for what God had called him to do. You cannot wear somebody else's armor, somebody else's gifting, somebody else's pattern, ways, whatever it is. You cannot fight the battle with someone else's checkboxes. Did I do this? Did I do this? Did I do this? Okay, this should work. It's not like a recipe for baking a cake. Although there are analogies to give you an idea of what may be happening in the spirit. But God will fight the battles for you. You need to be still and know that he is God. He will direct your steps. He will give you his spirit. He will go before you. He will walk with you. He will be your rear guard. The Holy Spirit will fight battles that you know nothing about. Because it is the spirit, the Christ within you, is the intercessor, the true intercessor, with groanings. When he fights a battle, there may not be physical groanings. I don't know. But the spirit within you, he intercedes in a language of heaven, going up to God to fight this battle. And so my friend, my friend, my friend, when we are fighting the battle in prayer, in the word, allowing God to lead us and guide us, to order our steps, it goes on in this scripture to say, what is it? Um, praying always with all prayer and supplication. Praying always and with prayer and supplication, which is petitioning prayer, requests for particular benefits. So you're going to pray, pray your heart, and then you want to pray with those prayers of, you know, petitioning God for this and for that and whatever it is that he has placed on your heart. But remember, there are times when people pray and I'm going to be bold. I call them witchcraft prayers because they're asking and they're saying things that they want in their heart. God do this, God do that. God will honor and he will listen he moves on your behalf. But when a person is praying that, and then someone else is hearing that in the spirit, 
It's like a host of wickedness. It's like a host of evil. Because they're hearing that and they're carrying out something that they heard in the spirit. For example, there may be a young person, a prophetic person, a very gifted person whose voice in the spirit realm carries with it incredible, I don't know what you call it, (laughs) because we all have this because it's God who moves. But when a person speaks that has incredible gift, it is released into the spirit. Not only when you hear spirit of truth, you're speaking truth and God said it will never return void. It will accomplish that for which it is sent. There's also the spiritual hosts of wickedness that are releasing things into the atmosphere for it to be accomplished. Somebody's angry. They're angry with people and they're angry with maybe like teenagers. They get in a fight and they don't mean harm. They don't mean it really bad. But maybe someone flirted with someone's boyfriend and it becomes this huge ordeal, this huge drama. And they wish evil things on them. In the spiritual realm, when there are open heavens, that can activate things in the spirit that others may hear. The host of wickedness takes action the person probably unknowingly is a host of wickedness because of sorcery because of evil how do we battle that we battle that standing in his presence in prayer the shield of faith the armor of God is how we battle the evil forces I know they make movies and and you know all this other stuff and how they battle and many of that is based on what they see in the realm of the spirit but what God has his focus on is his armor his love praying with prayer and supplication praying always Speaking to God always. Loving God, worshiping Him, praising Him, honoring Him. And we are still human. And we make our mistakes. We're having conversations and you find yourself frustrated with someone. Frustrated or whatever it is. And you may be talking about a particular person because of a meeting. I want to encourage you to keep your eyes on the Lord and what his view of them is. Because that's where you must operate. That's where you must live and focus. And my friends, because the enemy does not want us to see people as God sees them, it does come under attack. But I want to encourage you so much That his heart for you and those that you love far surpasses anything the enemy can do. And I've watched people do things and I said, 
oh my gosh, they are under some control of evil. And I've watched them be placed in different areas because I've watched leaders and authorities put people in jail in the midst of sorcerers, in the midst of pure evil, knowing the giftings that these people carry. Because what happens when you operate in the giftings of God? The evil that is running in the various areas of country and world and nations does not want to be exposed. But my friend, your prayers in private to God with a pure heart, not rejoicing in evil, not rejoicing that anyone should be harmed, not rejoicing or hoping for someone to be destroyed. That's not God's heart for them. God's heart for them is to be drawn to him. To let go of evil, to let go of whatever is hurting them and come to him. And you know what? Even if they can't let go, they come to him. And God will heal those places that are causing those things. Because in the subconscious, in the things, books and TV shows and things when you were kids have been operating in our system, in our society for so long, it's just now coming to the surface. When you realize the things you saw as a kid or watched as a kid, and I don't know about you, if you were raised in a perfect home that you never saw anything on TV, you never saw anything, you were only in perfect harmony with God, I would say you were probably up in heaven and you were not living here on this earth. Because I've seen it in the churches where we didn't watch this. We don't say this. We don't do that. I've been where I tried to raise my son. Looking to God and seeking him. And all I came across was so much brokenness. Because that's what's in our world. We live in a broken world. Even in the schools and Christian schools. That's where my son heard some foul language for the first time. But you know what? He didn't know what that word was. He didn't even know it was a word. And I will share this with you because somebody got in trouble recently. My son was in school in the cafeteria as a child. And someone was taunting him, saying this foul word. And he looked at them and said this foul word out loud, said that's not a word. That foul word out of my son's mouth with the principal standing right behind him. Who got in trouble? The taunter or the word that came out of my son's mouth? Who loved Jesus, thought everyone should know Jesus. Loved his mama, loved, loved animals, so kind. Taunted in a religious environment by older kids who wanted to see the younger one get in trouble. And so my friend, as I see things in the world, circumstances, situations in our natural world, God reveals in his truth, house of wickedness, people had taunted 
words spoken into this realm. But with the shield of faith, prayer, and love, love never fails. And I see people posting videos that we need more law because love and prayer fail. My friend, my my heart just kind of said, Lord, that is not true. That is not truth. But when you see so many people not knowing who they can trust, not knowing where to go, vulnerable, because you know prayer has been taken out of schools, prayer has been taken out of places. Has it been taken out because it's been twisted and perverted? Or has it taken, been taken out because evil wants control? God's going to shake up the church. Is the church as pure and wholesome as God wants it to be? Is it a place of sanctuary? Is it a place where people are trusting God and the enemy knows it cannot enter because God's protecting his people? And we see so much evil going into places that he should not be allowed. And my friend, it starts with your heart. And I know in your heart, you're trusting God, you're believing him, you're seeking him, and you're trying your best. Lord, how do I do this? Lord, I want to love you more. I want to love people more. By faith, mountains were moved. By faith, mighty things of God were accomplished. And it doesn't always look pretty. It doesn't always look amazing. It doesn't always look perfect. But in the mess, there's a message of who God is and how much he truly loves you. And when you see people speaking and all they have is words of the world to offer, or someone wants to come along and just throw scripture at them, but it lacked the love, or they want to give them a prophetic word, but it lacked the love. Sometimes, You hug a person. God can speak without you ever saying a word. Christ can show up for them without you ever saying a word. And I love how it's posted. Sometimes something, uh, what does it communicate? And sometimes you have to say a word. Oh, there's things that are communicated, mental telepathy, all these kind of you know, astro and and all kinds of other stuff. But what I'm talking about is the purity of love, the purity of heart. And we all strive for that. But in our broken world, in our broken selves, it's really hard to feel like you have anything to offer because it is so broken. It is such a mess. And you wonder, how is it ever going to come together? Lord, how can you ever use this for good? Because it is such a mess. My friend, that was the enemy's intent for your past to look so messy, so destructive. Hold it over your head so you cannot get out of it. So that you cannot use your voice 
for the kingdom of God. The attack of the enemy will be will come through legal systems, people that are supposed to protect. Authorities that are supposed to protect people are perverting and corrupting for their own personal gain. It's so evident everywhere. Back in the day, in the, it's in the Bible. Kings did it. The second in charge did it. The king's most trusted guy would try to destroy a kingdom of people who were actually good. So my friend, a lot of things that are happening are not new. If you read in through the Bible, you will see over and over these things have happened. Because remember, God is not a God of the world where he's on a timeline. He is timeless. He was, he is, and he is to come. So he doesn't operate in the world like we do. But we need to listen for his guidance, for his wisdom. And today, the encouragement comes from Ephesians 6. The armor of God. Put it on. Go to Ephesians 6. Read through it. It talks about so much. And it talks about not with eye service, not with men pleasers, not with bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Because it is from the heart connected to God. Loving God is where the powerful difference is made. And I know we do nice things. I know we do nice things for others. Others do nice things for us. You don't have to be perfect, my friend, for God to do a perfect work. You don't have to have the perfect past. You don't have to have the perfect plan. Because, my friend, he will change those plans, reorder them according to his plans and purposes for you. I've been there. I, I've, I've written things out. I've made plans. I've made goals. And it felt like no matter what I did, it's like if, if God saw it, that's not my plan. It felt like he crumpled it up. So I crumpled it up. Or you write things out going, ah, and you get frustrated, you crumple it up and throw it away. God doesn't discard anything in your life that he can use for good. He wants to use it all for his glory that others know he is real, his love is real, his love is powerful, the battles are fought with his armor on. So put his armor on every day. Keep it on. You can sleep in his armor. You can't sleep in the armor of man. You can't sleep in all that stuff and actually (laughs) have a restful, refreshing night of sleep. Oh, military have to do it all the time. But they get so tired, so weary. God will give strength where strength is needed. Battles are fought in flesh and blood. People People lose lives in flesh and blood, but that spirit is not defeated unless God defeats it. So where battles were fought on lands in different nations, where blood was shed of people, people were sacrificed for somebody else's personal gain, for some political, for some other agenda, that spirit 
is not defeated unless you pray and God defeats that spiritual entity. Remember, he kicks out the evil one. He kicked him out of heaven. But evil wanders to and fro for whom it may devour. But God is always with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He's always there for you. If you can't see him, can't find him, open his word and cry out to him. Lord, where are you? I need you now. People cry out all the time. I cried out. And many times I felt like, God, I still, and I know even people that I love said, God, where were you when? And I shared that with you. You hear stories of people. Well, yeah, you must have messed up pretty bad. What about the one by the fire that he had um, being tormented, thrown to the ground, and his parents are like, you know, who has sinned that is causing this? It wasn't. It was for God's glory. He set him free. He was sitting in his right mind because it was a spiritual evil, spiritual wickedness doing this to this young person. People mocked. People tried to, oh, that cast him out. That person's really, really bad. It's, it's a spiritual entity. Only God can win these battles. Are you truly focusing on God? Are you truly focusing on what he can do? Because nothing is impossible for him. And with him, all things are possible. Do you have his armor? Do you have salvation? Have you said yes to Christ that the Holy Spirit may dwell within you and lead you and guide you into all truth? And intercede for you with the groanings of heaven because the language is translated. God hears your heart before your words ever speak. Are you shielding your word of God and having the shield of faith? Are you walking with the preparation of the gospel of peace? Wearing the breastplate of, breastplate of righteousness and truth upon your waist? You see, at first this morning, I thought I was going to be in shield and buckler. Because that's what I wrote down. I'm like, Lord, is this how you want me to encourage with the shield and buckler? And through that, when I asked him, he took me to his word. He took me to the truth. He took me through his scripture, his armor. Above all, taking the shield of faith. Because that shield comes by hearing. That hearing comes from the word of God. And with the armor on, the shield up, they have to go through Christ to reach your heart, your spirit. Because it's out there, they are trying to reach your spirits. Your spirits. The spirits are trying to reach into those who are not guarded and yielding their shield of faith. We are already in battle and have been it's timeless but just as evil thought it had won when Christ died on that cross he conquered it and rose again and you know the enemy was quaking because he rose again and he is coming back he said it in his word how it will be but it's not for man to decide when, how, and know the precise time. You need to be prepared 
get in the word, yield your shield of faith, sword of the spirit, pray always with prayer and supplication, the prayer for particular benefits. So my friend, I want to encourage you with that. I am encouraging you with that. I hope it all makes sense for you this morning. I know God is doing a mighty, mighty work in your life, in my life. Your past does not define you. God will use all things together for good, for his glory. There are no leftover parts when God puts something together. When he built it, I know there's times when you buy something and you got leftover screws, you got leftover things like, where does this go? What is this? What does this fit to? God knows where it fits. God knows where it goes. He knows what, how he designed it. What, what you are called to do, God knows. He's designed it. He's called you for a particular purpose. He's equipped you. He's trained you. In his word, in his presence, fullness of joy. Just because you don't feel it doesn't mean that he is not operating powerfully in you, through you, around you, and for you. You have to trust him. Get out your journal. Have a journal where you can jot the things that God is showing you. What he is healing, what he has already done. You're like, when did that happen? He took care of it. While you were busy focusing on him, and not just busy, while you were focusing on him, while you were praying to him for others, for your situation, for your loved ones, for those people you don't even know. You're praying for him. You're lifting him up to him because you know he's able to do far greater than you can think or imagine. He is able to accomplish it anywhere, anytime, any place. Where you can't reach physically, he can go and he can send others. His spirit is what's powerful. People are looking for who to turn to. Pray that they turn to him. Pray that they find their Bible. Pray that that Bible that their parents sent them with, that their, that their cousin gave them, that their son or daughter is trying to have them read. Pray that they open the word and they feel the tangible presence of Almighty God Himself, overwhelming them with love like they've never known before. And that He will heal all those wounds and rise them up to be who they've called Him to be. My friend, pray with prayers and supplications. Put on your armor, and if you already have it on, praise God. <laughs> Praise God and thank you. You're a mighty warrior for him. In your love, in your grace, in your peace, in who you are, just as you are. Your past, your present, and where he's taking you. You're an amazing woman of God. And if you're sharing this with a friend who is not female, you're an amazing child of God. But my friend, even if I'm only encouraging you, 
if you're the only one that hears this message, I know it's for a mighty purpose because God placed it on my heart to do this every day. And I know I'm already seeing the blessings in my life for honoring him and his request in this. But I know if he's asked me to encourage you, he's got a mighty purpose for you, to bless you mightily, to love you mightily. So my friend, may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thanks for listening to Dinah Streams Podcast. I said a prayer for you today. For more encouragements, visit our Facebook page at Dynastream LLC. That's D-Y-N-A-S-T-R-E-A-M-L-L-C. We'd love to hear from you. See you there. Thank you.